This is the Bob McCowan Podcast, brought to you by Bed Rivers. Download the Bed Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. Of course, the John Shannon once again. Uh, Mr. Shannon, getting ready for a game four with the Toronto Maple Leafs, I gather. Uh, and, it, and it's not even going to happen today. No. Um, <laughs> well, can you explain, perhaps, given your history with the National Hockey League, why they do this, why it isn't every other day? Nope. I, the only the only thing I can surmise, Bob, is there were there was a couple of issues on the weekend where the Maple Leafs had to be moved to Sunday. That gave a two game a two day gap between games two and three, uh, and then there are arena issues and basketball issues between TNT and ESPN. Uh, and uh, the other reality is, is for the most part, Rogers probably wanted to separate the. Oilers and the Maple Leafs, and yet here we are tomorrow night. We games four for both series end up being on the same night. So there's there's some incongruities to what we used to have as as young people, as kids, where it was an alternating. It was east on one night, west on the other, and never the twain shall meet. So why has this changed though? Uh, because it, in my opinion, is because they have acquiesced to their TV partners because the TV partners say, well, we do it with the NBA all the time. NBA moves games. This is, but this has always been, I think fans biggest complaint about the NBA schedule is that there's always two days off between key games. And we never used to have that in hockey. And now it's reared its ugly head in hockey because of TV scheduling. In the United States, more so in Canada, I think if, I think Canadians would be happy with alternating nights for right. the most part, and but well, not create in the some United kind States of schedule become... that you you know you know what's whether you got a game that night or not. Yeah. So yeah, now like, like Toronto for, and for, yeah, go ahead. For, uh, for instance, you know we've had uh, three of the last four nights, Bob, one game. You know, and uh, it's. Uh, this early one game this early in the schedule is rather strange one game friday one game saturday three on sunday one game monday and it's it is rather different it's put the schedule maker the at the nhl and he's a hell of a guy it's put him in a really tough spot because he's trying to please so many masters right now are these aren't these schedules for the playoffs done prior to the playoffs or are they done on a on a on a on a you know series by series basis here, here's what happens: is as soon as, as soon as you get a clear indication of where matchups are going to be, so what would that be in this scenario? Probably the mid to late March. The there would be there would start to be discussions with the networks. What do you need on these nights? What do you need on these nights? There would be discussions with the teams. For instance, the first series that we knew was going to happen, we knew it last October, uh, Tampa-Toronto, uh, there would have been discussions with um, the Lightning and the Maple Leafs. 
So that's at least five discussions that will have occurred between TNT, ESPN, Rogers, the Maple Leafs, and Tampa with the league to say, here's what we're thinking of. You know, give us your input. And then they would put those games down on a template, distribute them for comments. It would go to the commissioner's office. It would go to other people. And but what about, then, John, what about, I'm not talking about the first round. I'm talking about the second round. Because we now have two, three-game Three days. No, sec- you don't know. You, you don't know when, when's the second round end or when is the first round end? When does the second round begin? You're told as a, as a team, make sure your building is available on so many dates over a certain period of time. But you know what? what since COVID, you know, teams have been given a little bit of latitude in order to try to generate revenue in their arenas too. So it's, it's, it's not as easy as it once was, Bob. Well, I think it is. It's just a question of whether you really want to kowtow to the television that works again. Well, and, you know, and that's the that's the fascination is that is now that you know the NHL is getting close to a billion dollars in television revenue between the two countries. Do you kowtow? Do you kowtow to that group of people that pays you all that money? Well, or do you, or do you put something together that works for the fans? who are the reason why you're getting that money from the television networks. You know, what happens here is that, that money takes over and, and you, you know, you forget about the people who watch this game or watch these games on a regular basis. That's my opinion. I think it's great that you're sticking up for the little man. Well, I'm not sticking up for the little man. I'm sticking up for me. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. We're so used to and I go, oh, no game again tonight. Well, we haven't had that, but yes, we not have. as many. We haven't had no what you you because you only want one team to play. No, no, no. I don't care how many teams play. Okay, I'm talking there haven't about been as many games. You know, if you're a fan of a particular team, that's the game you're watching. You know, maybe yeah. you'll watch something else if there's on if there's a late game on. You know, maybe you'll stick around, but principally. Your interest is in your team, and you want theoretically you want them to play every other night. I think that's probably not. fair. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, but again, you're right, and it's it's not what we tr- we traditionally have seen uh, or been part of for years and years and years. But this has been coming. The more money you get from networks, the more chance you have to having schedules altered because of well, their demands. Well, what you're not saying is the, that the more money you get from television networks, the more you have to kowtow to the television yeah. networks. Oh, no, 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 yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, you, you're absolutely correct. There's no doubt about it. The one thing I can tell you is I believe uh, that the Stanley Cup final dates are set. I don't have them with me because TNT has said we're going to lock in these dates. Let's make well, sure these dates work. Well, let me put it to you this way. What te- what television network pays the most money for rights? ESPN. How about Sportsnet? Uh, no, because Sportsnet plays in Canadian dollars, Bob. So five point two billion Canadian. That's over twelve years, Bob. Well, yeah, whatever. Five point two. The five point two billion dollars is Canadian, yeah. So it's still four hundred uh, four hundred million plus. Yeah, yeah. That, that's less than the ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. That's less yeah. than ESPN's paying. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know you find that hard to believe, but it's true. Well, I wouldn't, I, I still wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't count out to them. I see this is when the games are. You want to carry them, carry them. If you don't, you don't. 
period end of story yep. nonetheless yep. um do we have a game tonight yeah, we do. But uh, uh, so New Jersey, yeah, New Jersey and Carolina and Seattle and uh, Dallas. Okay. The U.S. US based teams. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> uh, I couldn't care less about either of those. I couldn't care less about either of those two series. Bob McCowan for the small Canadian man. Yeah. Well, at least I got to see uh, Edmonton, Vancouver, or Vegas last night, although it wasn't much of a game. Awful game. It was an we'll, awful uh, game. We'll take a break and come back and uh, and talk more about it. Uh, with John Shannon, it's the Bob McCowan Podcast. We'll be back after this message. Hi, this is Bob McCowan for BetRivers.com. Hey, if you're looking for a sports book or casino app, you should check out the BetRivers Sports and Casino app today. Play all of your favorite casino games for real money anywhere and anytime. Plus, get in the action with each sports game with hundreds of sports betting options. And get ready to feel like a VIP because you'll earn both loyalty level points and bonus store points on every real money wager you make. You must be 19 plus, available in Ontario only. Please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, contact Connex. Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 or speak to an advisor free of charge. BetRivers.com. McCown and Shannon back with you uh, again. Uh, so is it tomorrow night the Toronto Maple Leafs play again? Yeah, when you're, when you're watching this or listening to this, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Florida Panthers play on Wednesday night. Okay, and it will. The frustration is, it's, it's just the, you know, only the second time in how many days? Five, six days that they played. Yeah, well, maybe good for the Leafs because it has extended their series. Now that's a good question. Season, you, at least a couple yeah, of extra oh yeah. days. <laughs> extended it, yeah. But yeah. The, would if you if you have lost Game Three in overtime as your Toronto Maple Leafs did? Yeah. Um, my do you want to play? Right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to play right away, or do you want to delay? I don't think so it matters. I don't think it matters no. a bit. I, th- Just, I think players stew, though. I think players stew. Don't you want to get back on the bike? Well, I think you play every other day. I think that's what your 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 schedule in your head tells you that happens in the playoffs. And to get an extra day off is of really no consequence, other than you sit around thinking more. Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's good for anybody. They better but, not have gone to the beach. Well, well, they better not. They're down three nothing. Look at the if the Maple Leafs lose tomorrow night, the season ends and it will end in a very dramatic fashion. The question on my mind, and I think just about everybody else's mind by now, is what do you do with this Maple Leaf team if, in fact, they go down in the second round? Is this cause for dramatic change? Do you think? Well, answer to, me, now. to me, there is. Uh, I think you. Ha- I think you have to do something, and I think you're. The reality is, you're stuck with two guys for sure. Well, let's and then talk you about. Have to look at two. You have to look at two other guys. That, what you want to do with them? What two guys are you talking about? Tavares, I guess, obviously is one. Who's making Tavares eleven? And Marner. Tavares and Marner. Why do you think Marner? 
because his contract's that long. He still has time on his contracts. So yeah, you have to look at Nylander and Matthews, what you do with them. And what do you do with them? Well, I think you have to, uh, first of all, who's 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 going to make the decision of what to do with them? That's maybe the first decision. Well, let's talk about let's talk about your opinion on what you do. Okay. Uh, I think you have to you, you have to figure out what's going to happen with arguably supposed to be your best player, Austin Matthews, who's coming to the end of his 5-year contract. Uh, in a in a similar scenario that Matthew Kachuk was in Calgary, he's got one more year. He can be extended this summer. Are you prepared to pay him fourteen million dollars? Are you prepared to pay him thirteen million dollars a year? You're not answering the question. You're asking questions. Well, I think, the, but I think, what you would you to, do? Oh, I would, I would, I would shop them around to see what 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 I could get, but. <laughs> with the realization that your your regular season team is not going to be as good next year. As good as what? The team that, that, that lost in the first round? Or a, a team that lost in the second round? Yeah. No, no, no. That's why I said regular season. You team. know, does that matter? Does that even matter at all? Well, I mean, you're, I don't you're think... Trying, I, I don't aren't think you trying to win a Stanley Cup? And anything short of a Stanley time, Cup Bob. is... Every time, Bob. Well, then that's I'm, but I mean, are you suggesting you you have to blow it up? Because you can't blow it up. Yes, you can. So what do you do with what do you do with Tavares? Well, Tavares, you can't do anything with. You're stuck with Tavares. And I think I think I don't I don't believe stuck is the right word with Marner. Although Mitch has not played very well in this series. You're right. Um, But you know, Marner's on your team. I think you got to think about you got to think about trading Marner. You got to think about it. I mean, I'm I'm not suggesting you you do it. He's the one of the four that I probably would keep, and yet I don't, I'm not even sure why. It's just when he plays well, he's he's such a talented player, and he's a you know he's he's very much a giver. You know, he'll score you twenty, thirty, forty, maybe forty goals, maybe. Well, he's a hundred point guy. But he's a hundred point guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a hundred point guy, and he year in year plays out, in, and he plays in every situation. He kills That's penalties right. for you. He's on the power play for you. He plays five on five, right? Um, but but it, you know, I, I'm the dilemma is that this team should be better. Of course. And what? So, is there a character flaw in these guys? Because there's not, a, I mean, we, we talked, and I'm, I'm not avoiding the issue because I think it's, I, I think that in, in taking saying, okay, these four guys have to be dealt with, I, I think it's bigger than that, Bob. I, I, you know, Ryan O'Reilly was brought in here to fix this problem. Well, but Ryan O'Reilly was, how, how is he going to fix it? You're going you're gonna to base your assessment of Riley based on Riley's play. Not, oh, right, not, yeah. not the rest of the team. You know, have Marner and would Marner and Matthews play better if Riley wasn't wasn't here? O'Reilly? The answer I, is I, no. I don't think so. Um but you know the the the, the They brought the him in because is... he they thought he had the kind of player, he was the kind of player and the kind of character guy that would influence the other guys. And yeah. that he hasn't influenced them. 
He himself has played not, great. Not, not this series. No. I think that, I, th- I think the frustration in so many ways, Bobby, is, you know, they looked pretty good against Tampa at times and, and played well enough to win. Even though well, they played, yeah, they played well you... enough to win, John, because they won. But yeah. they did not play well. You know, I said throughout that, that series, but... after every game I asked you, I said, oh, you know, who is the better team? And in every game except game two, in my opinion, Tampa was the better team. Yeah. Tampa played better in every game, you know, five of the six games. The only game they didn't play better in was game two. And, and you know, that was it was a great concern. This Maple Leaf team has not played well in except for one playoff game. And that's why they're down three nothing. But let me let me throw a couple things at you. Okay. The Chicago Blackhawks win the draft lottery. There seems to be almost no doubt they're gonna draft Connor Bedard, right? Well, they're drafted Connor Bedard one hundred percent. If they don't draft Connor Bedard, they should fire the whole front office. Okay, what about right, this? After, right after the draft? Why wouldn't you make a trade offer? What, you mean to the Blackhawks for Bedard? For Bedard? Yep. Because yep. I mean, so Austin Matthews and uh, William Nylander for Connor Bedard. Well, I wouldn't say both, but I'd say Austin Matthews and maybe a draft, a first round draft choice somewhere, somewhere down the road. I mean, the, the, right off the top, my first inclination is the Blackhawks are dealing with cost certainty for three years with Connor Bedard. So what? They've got, they've got lots of draft. They've got lots of space and they've got lots of money. (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? No. I'm because I'm not paying. I I, I want to build around an 18 year old. I don't want to build around a guy who hasn't won a playoff series. There's only one one playoff series, Bob. So you think I'm not think sure that, I want the Leafs? Then their 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 ability to get any kind of a deal is going to be limited by the fact that they have been unbelievably bad in postseason. What with Chicago? Yeah. With well, Chicago, what about all? Yeah. Well, you know, could you trade so, Matthews to somebody else? Does somebody else have a greater, you know, uh, well, I, I think, I think, if you, if you look at, I, I think that there's lots of teams that would have interest in Austin Matthews. Yeah. I, I sure there would be. There'd but be Chicago lots of isn't one of them. I wouldn't. If I'm Chicago, I'm not even going near that. No way. I don't know why. Well, well but I don't know. Why. I'm biting. I'm biting. I'm, I'm taking my time. I'm building around this 18 year old kid. I am going to, uh, I'm going to be, have a gradual approach. And by the, the end of his third year, at the end of his uh, first contract, when I really have to pay him, we're going to be back in the st- in the playoffs, and we're going to build tremendous amount of momentum. It, it's well, by the maybe way, you, maybe it's you exactly, are. It's a, that's it's one exact, pl- one player is not going to get you into the playoffs. Well, they're they're going to get more than one player over the next two or three years, Bob. Well, I, I get that. <laughs> it's but, it, it, it is identical. It's identical to what Dale Talon and those guys did in the mid first uh, decade of this century when they got Jonathan Taves and then Patrick Kane. Fine. You know, you know look it's identical. at first round draft picks sometimes turn out to be stars. Yes. The Toronto Maple Leafs got a first round draft pick. Yeah. And you could argue individually he's a star. Oh, he's and what a star. Is the, what has the team done? You're absolutely right. It is very frustrating. 
Exactly. It is very frustrating. It is very frustrating. It's it it makes it makes so little sense of what's going to happen. That's and and I'll tell you what. This is where um, the rabid fan base is going to make a difference. I think because if and when they lose this series, and maybe it's more if than anything else, or no, when than than anything else, this fan base is going to revolt. It's going to revolt, and ownership will have no choice but to make big, bigger changes than players, I think. Don't you? I think you have to do something this offseason. And, you know, we talk about the easy decisions like fire the coach, fire the general manager, fire the president. You know, I think that might be given. Those might be givens. I think what you got to do is you got to trade the players on the ice. You got to change. You got to change this roster and dramatically, not just one or two guys. You know, like dealing Nylander would be, in my opinion, would be easy. But you know, what are you going to get in return? You know, how well, that, dramatically but that's does the this, question? That, that, well, how dramatically does can well can you not change this team? That um. You're going to you're going to have to make that conscious decision that we are going to take, and and I know the the goal is to win the Stanley Cup, but the angst of winning in this city is so high in the regular season too that you have to find a way to continue to win at this level, at this level, um, and that's going to be difficult. Why you're going to sell you're going to sell your nineteen thousand tickets every night, regardless of what the situation is. You know, economically, think- the regular season doesn't matter for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Virtually every seat at the arena will be sold and at a high price tag. So economically, that is of no consequence. What you do in the regular season means nothing. The only thing you want to do and have to do is make the playoffs. And what has happened over the past six or seven years is you make the playoffs, but you're gone in a week and a half. All right, so this year you're into two weeks. Big deal. It's you're down cr- three it, in round two. It, it really is. It, it really is mind-numbing when you think about it. How quickly this has turned. You know, not really. Do you? Do you uh, not no, really. It's, it's not mind-numbing at all. It's happened over years, John. This no, no. One- but the, the, do you? But do you think that this group of players? Said okay, we 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 won our we won our cup already. Do you think that they they walked in there? I, I don't have believe no, they did. I have no clue. I don't what believe they thinking. did. I think I. By the way, I think that William Nylander, John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner want to win the Stanley Cup just as badly as any Leaf fan does. I don't doubt that. So what? They can't do it. And, They've proven they can't do it. Yeah. You know you. You you brought in uh, O'Reilly to try and help them out with an, yep. a veteran. I mean, it didn't they help. made five or six changes at the deadline. Five or six changes. Well, there you go. And and what has that meant and, and overall? By, and by the way, and by the way, those five or six changes have actually played better than some of some of the guys that were here all year. Look at the truth. O'Reilly's of the matter been is. better. Achari's been better. Lafferty's been okay. But the truth of the matter is, they got lucky in beating Tampa. Lucky. Well, Tampa they didn't was beat them because they were a Tampa better was, team. Tampa was, uh, Tampa was passed on their past due date. And their goaltender played poorly. Fumes. 
playing on fumes, Bob. He was playing on fumes. Agreed. Yeah. So did you accomplish anything really in winning that? You won a series finally that you should have won. You were you should you look like a better team during the regular season. Now we've seen that before too. I mean, what when when it counts, when it really matters, the one thing that this team has proven repeatedly, not once or twice, but repeatedly, is we can't do it. And we've seen teams like that. We've seen teams like San Jose. How many years was San Jose picked to be, you know, a great NHL team and a competitor for Six the Stanley Cup? Six or seven, yeah. And what ha- what did they do? They went to one Stanley Cup final. That's right. One more than the Maple Leafs. But they are th- that era of the San Jose Sharks was considered a dramatic disappointment. They just oh, yeah. weren't good enough. Yeah. You know? Now, you could be the Toronto Maple Leafs and be, be what they have been for another five years or however long you want. But what's the point? If you're trying to win the Stanley Cup, what makes you think that this group on the ice next year can win? As of today, I have I have I have no confidence. Of course. I have no confidence. Nobody does. There's and no reason you had confidence five years ago that that at some point no, you, no, you had no, you didn't have confidence five years ago. You had hope. Well, you had so confidence. Now, you had that hope so, that, that and some someday they would get they would get where they're they're trying to get. Yeah, you can't have that confidence now. No, you cannot but, put the why, same team on the ice what? and have that's any confidence. Decisions, next year will be that's why these decisions, like the decision on the Matthews contract, is from any manager. Um, is is the biggest decision that this franchise is going to make, I think, in the next five or six years. Well, what would you do? You going to pay this guy $14 million? I think you have to ascertain whether he wants to be here or not. Make a decision, John, for God's sakes. No, you, no. You, I mean, it's, it's, it's identical to what happened in Calgary with Matthew Kachuk. Doesn't matter. Make it is. Give me an answer. What would you do? What would you do? Oh, I'd have to look at trading them. I would. I'd have to look at saying, "Listen, we're you know what are we doing? I mean, how can can we build around Austin Matthews? And more importantly, Austin, you know, we have a right as of July first, we can sign you to an eight year extension, and you know where the money's supposed to be. But do you want to be here? See, because it could hit because the it's it's not like 1969, but I don't care. I don't care what Austin Matthews wants. Well, but this the the, the pendulum has swung so much in favor of the player, Bob. It has. It's this is a player's league now. This is not this is not you know the the league of Frank Selke Sr. and Sam Pollock and Jack Adams where it's almost futile. This is the players have control of so much now. Okay, so do you much. think Austin Matthews wants to be That's why John Tavares is where he is. I don't Do you know think that, Austin Matthews wants to be a Toronto Maple Leaf for eight more years? I don't know that, Bob. I do what not What do you know think? That. I keep asking you the same question. But you, but I, I, I ask know. you no, questions. No. I don't know. I don't I don't know. So you you've said I don't know yet, Bob. You don't you you said I didn't know whether they uh, whether they they wanted to play certain games on certain days. I don't know what he want what he wants. 
There's no reason to think he wants to be here for another eight years of this. Well, you, you listen, you got to hope there's not supposed to be eight years of this. Well, <laughs> you, you can hope all you want, yeah. but but is there anything anything that looks like it'll be different down the road? No. What it may what it may look like is that you could put this group on the ice next year and they won't be as good because they'll be a year older. You know, are these guys getting better still? Are Marner and Matthews and Nylander better hockey players this year? Were they better this year than they were last year? No, they were well, Marner the was better. Th- Mar- Mar- Marner and Nylander were better this year. I think they were about they, the same, they were to tell you the truth. And Matthews didn't have as good a year as he did last year when he had 60 goals. Yeah, well, my guess is Matthews won't stick around. That if somebody else pays him the same amount of money as the Toronto Maple Leafs can pay him, he'll well, go someplace to, else. Then, then you have. To I get would. Rid of him this, then you have to get rid of him this summer. That's right. You have then to get have rid to of get, him. Yeah, you have to get rid of him this summer. And he—he he isn't the only player I'm getting rid of. I think you have to change the fundamental core of this team, which means you better trade either Nylander or Marner as well. No, you know, I can't, this, imagine, I can't imagine the team one other thing, taking two of them, this, but that's two separate speaks, trades. This speaks to one other thing is um, I know it's hindsight. I know it's 2020 hindsight, but the Tavares contract was a mistake. Of course it was. Yeah. That and, 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 you know, when you paid John Tavares, you know, the 11 million a year for the seven years, um, it it tied your hands because you knew you had to spend you had to spend that money equal money on Marner and equal money on Matthews. Right. And so that's not that Tavares sudden, has been a bad player. He just hasn't been the difference maker that you hoped. Well, when you look at when when you look at what other first round picks, first overall picks have contributed to their teams in that window, Steven Stamkos, John Tavares, or Steven Stamkos. Well. In the regular season, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Overall, take, in terms of playoff performance, etc., of course you take everybody goes. else. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the challenge. It's too bad because Tavares is when you want when you have a star player like John Tavares who wants to come home and play in Toronto. Not everybody wants to play in this market. When yeah, and, and so you have to take advantage of that, and yet in the end it. It's really kind of handcuffed you in so many ways. Look, at we got to take a break, but part of this conversation then it revolves around um, what the organization does in the front office, as much as I don't want to talk about it. No, uh, let's save that for tomorrow. Save it for tomorrow? Save the front office for tomorrow? Yeah. Well, well we're talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. What, you know, okay. what else are you going to talk about? You mean you, you haven't given me a single player that you would trade? No, no, I said, I said, uh, we'd, we, you have to look at Matthews and Nylander. I said that you have to look at Matthews and Nylander because the other two guys, their contracts are are too uh, prohibitive. Yeah, well, are you suggesting? Do we do that? Do you do you, you think have that, to look at it? Yeah. Do you think this general manager is prepared to do that? I don't think the general manager is going to be here. So, well, okay. So, who's the new general manager? Oh, and that what kind of general manager know. is he going to be? Right? I don't know. That's well. That's the sixty million dollar question. 
Are you positive that uh, they're, they're going to make a change in the front office? Not 100%, but I have a gut. Is this coach going to survive? No. And again, do you bring in a veteran coach or do you bring in, you know, some raw rookie again? You know, it's, you know, remember last year when there were elite coaches available? Bruce Cassidy, Pete DeBoer, Rick well, Bowen. Cassidy was only available for five minutes, you know. Yeah, but he was still available. Well, yeah. But there's lots of teams looking for coaches now, and, and you look down the list, and the, the, it, it, the, the list isn't as elite this year as it was last year. Well, let me give you let me give you a hypothetical. I know Joel Quenville is still suspended by the league, right? You, 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 well, you heard Gary on Friday. Can't right. talk, can't even talk to him. Can't even talk to him. He's still suspended. What if he becomes yeah. available? Is he the kind of guy you go and get? I mean, yes. a veteran coach who's had success. Yes. So you you do that rather than bring in some some guy. You who. tell me tell me when he's available. Well, let's just say theoretically next year. That's what I'm trying to get at. How long do you wait? How long do you wait? Who's who said anything about waiting? I didn't say anything about waiting. I said if he, well, yes. if theoretically he is given the right to discuss a deal with somebody else for the beginning of next year. You're going to wait yeah. all summer for him. You're going to wait all summer. Well, whatever. What's the difference? You can't wait all summer. Why not? There's no guarantee you're going to get him. So? You go to commercial. You're not making any sense. What do you mean I'm not making any sense? You're the one who, who refuses to respond to questions. Not, not, not me. I'm asking questions. I, I, I've given you questions. I've given you answers. So you wouldn't go. You just you, don't like the answers. We you got to go to commercial. Go to commercial, Bob. You wouldn't go for a veteran coach then. I think you I mean, have I threw to go Quenville's to a name out I just think you as have a, to go an to, example. I think you have to go to a veteran coach here. I absolutely do. You can't throw a inexperienced professional hockey coach into this market. Okay, it would so be, who's the, who's it would be like going into a pool of piranhas. I don't have a name. I don't have a name right now. That's the problem. The list of names out there right now, Bob, for, for hockey coaches around the NHL is not very deep of guys with experience. Not very deep. Yeah, well... I can't argue that fact. All right, we'll take the break. We'll come back with more. We'll be back after this message. We all know how to use the internet, but most of us don't know how the internet uses us. So instead of figuring out how I can protect myself from the unknown that is the World Wide Web, I just got NordVPN to do it for me. First and foremost, what's a VPN? It stands for Virtual Private Network. Pretty much a VPN creates a secure connection from your device to your network. And NordVPN does it the best. It took me literally the click of one button to connect to their security package. And now all six of my devices are protected from malware, web tracking, intrusive ads, and infected files. Also, it has access to over 6,000 servers across the world, which means if a TV show or movie doesn't stream in your country, you can just switch to a country server where it does. Get four extra months and a 30-day money-back guarantee when you buy NordVPN by heading to nordvpn.com slash bobcast. Go to nordvpn.com slash bobcast for four extra months on your security package. 
Uh, we are back on the podcast. Bob McCowan and uh, John Shannon are with us. Well, they're not with us. We are them. Um, <laughs> they are us. Okay, so there's no coach that you would hire. Is there a general manager you would hire? Boy, oh boy, no. Right now, no. I mean, this is this is one of the great dilemmas uh, at, at this point. Is okay if 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 for some reason Kyle Dubas is not back, and there are two there are two two things to look at. If the board decides, you know what, we got to get rid of Kyle, um, and then Brendan Shanahan is is then given the command, go find a new general manager. He's going to have a difficult time finding one person to do the job. The other aspect of this is they may say, Kyle, we want you back. And Kyle will say, I, I don't want to come back. You know, there there is that option in this too. Well, I guess, there is, say, I guess there is, and people have talked about this. What I find very, very puzzling, not not even puzzling, shocking, is that any other team would be interested in Kyle Dubas. What is it about this guy that you're impressed by? I'm not impressed by anything. I think he. I think he did he one. He a, did one thing, and that was he that? went out and 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 got a bunch of guys, and four guys, and paid them what forty million dollars. Yeah, that's it. And the results have been negligible. Good regular seasons, nothing in the playoffs. And so as you said you're, earlier, you're, you're, you'd let you'd let him walk. Let one him walk. Other, or, I'd have fired his ass he, last year. He doesn't have a con. He doesn't have a contract. His contract expires June thirtieth. So what? So goodbye. No, no. Okay. So you're you're happy to let him go? I, I John, I've been waiting years for this to happen. I haven't been I haven't been a fan of the way he's. Look at this Maple Leaf team has four guys. Who don't produce in the postseason? Who don't give you what they uh, what they should no, give you? Who haven't produced in this series? Haven't produced in this series? Well, they, they didn't the do they didn't do enough in the first few years. Okay. The problem being is you spend so much money on these guys, you have no money for anybody else. Yeah, that's right. Their third and fourth lines are, in my view, pathetic. Pathetic. And your defensive core is usually, generally speaking, a bunch of million-dollar players. Yeah, well, they have given and, Morgan and you Riley, haven't, you haven't Morgan gotten Riley a, too much money. So, and you haven't gotten a goaltender. You know, they we talk huge about, problems in goal. You're right. You're, you're right about the goaltending. What we talk about right is about what, what Kyle Dubas has accomplished, not what he has failed to do. And what he has failed to do is put a competitive team on the ice, a good team. And the reason he hasn't put a good team on the ice is because he spent too much money on those four guys. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He, his his philosophy so, of building around these four guys has, in the end, because championships are the goal, has not worked. Correct. You're right. So has not worked. What, what, why would you contemplate bringing him back? You wouldn't. 
Well, I I think the board I think the board is would probably think that they, that's probably the right thing to do. I but at the same time I, I you know what you can't do is throw the baby out with the bathwater. Even though and you're going to say what baby um, is that you need to find a you need to find a solid replacement. And I think right now in the National Hockey League, I don't think you want to retread. Well, I don't fine, think you want but to are you, so are you? Are going to say there's nobody else out there, so we'll we'll re-sign him. Not me. No, I, no, I'm, not, I'm not. I'd say, rather I'm bring in Joe Schmo from Kokomo. Bring in some guy I've never heard of before. Maybe you know this guy has has an idea, and he has a history, and he wants to make that history work. Mm-hmm. So he's less likely to make dramatic moves than somebody else. Well, it's time for dramatic moves. Now, if that means firing your president too, so be it. I mean, I don't care about the president technically. He can run the business side. Anybody can run the business side. A good, a good businessman will run the Toronto Maple Leafs as president. He has very little input in. I hope very little input into the hockey team itself. Well, Brent, but Brendan had a lot of say in the hockey team. You know that as well as I do. Well, maybe because he was a former, he was a player. You know, I don't know what his opinion is of. He obviously likes his general manager, but he may like him as a person. He yeah, can't possibly sit that. here. He couldn't possibly come on the show and make a case for this GM. Well, hold he? on. Uh, oh, I, Brendan? Sure, I think he could if he well, wanted Well, he can to. try, but we're not that stupid. Well, It, it, it hasn't it's, worked. It, this GM you know has what? been a failure at his job. Period. End of story. This I coach think that's, I has think been that's a hard failure at his job. Period. End of story. So let me ask now, you. Now we this. know these three guys love, love each other. I don't. But I don't I, care I, I, about I, I, that. Why? Where do you? Where do you get that sense that they love each other? Well, I think this coach is here because of the GM. Yeah, I don't. And dis- I think that, the I mean, GM that's is true. here, and the GM is here because the president is in love with them. Well, I don't. I I wouldn't. Say, I, I don't know whether the president cares about the coach or not. I think that's an assumption people make. I I don't know about that. I think this is stri- this is a business relationship first. It is. It's a business relationship. Well, it's time to then to do business. You know, do business you know, and make the changes that are necessary. And this team probably will take a step backwards or two steps backwards or five steps backwards, but at least it's there's there's a future involved. People people forget. You know, people's memories are are pretty short term. That the Toronto Maple Leafs were going to lose Kyle Dubas after in the whole. Do you remember when Lou Lamorello was the general manager? Sure, that's she a was long still. time ago. It was a long time ago. It wasn't that long um, so, ago? It was four years ago. Five, I think. Uh, but that summer that they decided to part ways with Lou because of his contract, they were going to lose Kyle Dubas. They were going to lose Kyle Dubas either to Carolina. Or to, but he, or but to he wasn't Colorado, a GM or, then, was he? Or to Colorado. He no, was an assistant was GM. Assistant GM. But they were going to lose him. So they what? Wish so they had him. Well, but people, this was the, this was the, this was not a, I love this guy, we got to have him around, is that this guy has the potential of being one of the great young general managers in the National Hockey League. That's why. But we're not at that, that point now, John. We're at a point where he no, but is so don't, a veteran it, general it, manager. Sure he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And should he be held accountable for the performance of his hockey club? Absolutely. 
He should be. But don't make the assumptions that this triumvirate of Brendan Shanahan, Kyle Dubas, and Sheldon Keith are joined at the hip and will go everywhere in the world together. It's not the case. Oh, I'm not saying that if they go someplace, they'll go together. I'm not saying that no, at all. No, I'm no, saying but, they're but, here together and have stayed together because of their relationship with each other. I th- I think that Brendan has, has always believed that Kyle had a philosophy that would work. And it and now well, then, Brendan after, is stu- then Brendan is as stupid as Kyle is. Well, we're going to have to wait to see that this is not in the end. Now, this is not on Brendan Shanahan. This is not on Kyle Dubas. This is not on Sheldon Keith anymore. This is now on the board. This is now on the board. Well, then why is the pre- why happen. is the president of the organization who I haven't seen or talked to in two years? What is he there for? To run the business? If he's not well, here I, to run no, the hockey he, team, he, make a decision. No, no, I think he's. I listen. If you look at the if you look at the organizational chart, if you look at the organizational chart, Brendan Shanahan is in charge of both hockey and business. Well, but again, John, what I'm trying to say is, if he's at the top of the food chain, why are you talking about what the board of directors wants to do? I don't care what the board wants to do. What the board should want to want to do or not do is fire the president. Get somebody in there who will make the decisions that have to be made. And I well, think we agree. I'm sorry, but I think we agree. The decisions that have to be made is all three of them need to go. All three of them. You that need would a be new quite direction. A summer. That would what? be quite a summer. That would be quite a summer, wouldn't it? Well, so what? So you get rid of the three guys in the front office and you get rid of at least two guys on the ice. Yep. And more than that, but but the two, and, two and, big games. And yeah, two two big names, yeah. And you run the risk of what becoming a ninety point hockey team again? Do you run Maybe. that risk? Well, you you are you, you prepared? Do, to, are you prepared to do, take that? Well, what we haven't discussed is what you get in return for those two big names. Do you go for young players? Do you go for draft choices? You know, you're you're. I can't imagine you're going to go for veteran players. Unless you get a bunch of them, you maybe maybe somebody offers you a bunch of veteran gonna, players. Look at what can, what could be what can be worse. You know what can be worse than what you're going through right now if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> What's worse? Well, the, the only thing worse is if it was a three day layoff rather than a two day layoff. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking what like what what kind of future are you worried about? Because right now, I'll tell you. There is no future. You cannot be a Toronto Maple Leaf fan and be optimistic. And I'm not talking about optimistic about game four or this series. I'm talking about optimistic of the next five years. You cannot be optimistic. Hard to argue. It is hard to argue. It's right. So you better do something while you can. If you have players that other teams want, do it. It's just a question of who do you bring in. And I'd like to tell you I don't care. But I, you know, there's a lot of me that says I don't care. Just somebody else. You know, if you trade them off and you get a couple of, who knows, middle-of-the-road players, but it gives you five or ten million dollars in cap space. What did did, did they have? 150 
what they have 110, 111 points. Hard to think that a team that had 100 and over well over 100 points, you're talking about a rebuild already. It really is. Yeah, but it's but not. You are, but, no, there, no, but, but there were 11 think about teams it. that had 100 points this year, 11 or 12 teams. Yeah, but, that They're so not they, all the they, same. Some are going up. Yeah. Nobody has been there over and over and over again. And, you know, Tampa Bay has to retool. And I don't think anybody yes. would argue that, do that, don't they? Yeah. I think you have to wonder what Boston's going to do, too. Well, Boston's sure. Boston's got a couple of old fogies that are, you know, what are they going to do? So why do we look at other teams and say, you know, they, they, they you know, it's time to to put a new package together. But you can't for the Toronto Maple Leafs? No, sure because, because three, because I, I know I, I you're, you're not wrong, but because three of those guys are supposed to be in their prime. Marner, Nylander, and Matthews are supposed to be in their prime. So what? What have they accomplished? Have they done as much as the Boston Bruins have? Have they done as much as Tampa Bay has? If they had anything on their resume that over these years has given you optimism, mm-hmm. I'd say, great, let's keep them. But you've got nothing, nothing. You've got no reason to keep them around other than familiarity. We got to take the last break. We'll come back in a moment. Back after this. Spring is here and so are the long days, warm weather and yard work. If you're anything like me, then you know how easy it is to get behind on your spring to-do list. But Factor is here to help. The number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. Saving you time to get the things you need to do done. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. We offer delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles like keto to calorie smart, vegan, or veggie. With over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. Head to factormeals.com slash bobcast50 and use code bobcast50 to get 50% off of your first box. That's code BOBCAST50 at factormeals.com slash BOBCAST50 to get 50% off of your first box. Well, we have spent the entire program talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't think we've ever done this. Uh, would you like well, to discuss something else? Is there something else on your mind? No, think- let's just keep on going. I just, you know, it's always good when you're fired up, Bob. Well, I'm not fired up. I'm just saying change is necessary. And dramatic change. If you traded, if you got rid of five players off the Maple Leafs this offseason, I'd be thrilled. You could probably get rid of 10 of them. But I don't think you're not going to make that many deals. No, but your point about the bottom six not being good enough is really the, the issue with what has happened because of the philosophy of putting all the money into five. That's guys. right. And it could, cause you have to, you have to add Riley to that list. Cause Riley's contract is. Yeah. What's his contract? Well what's his seven. deal now? Six, it's seven million? Seven is at least seven. So there's five guys making 47, $48 million. But you, uh, the and one thing what, I will say about Riley is he has played better than the other four. He's played better. This he, he played better in these playoffs. Yes. He had a tremendously mediocre regular season. I don't. I, Again, I, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Again, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you got to get to the playoffs, right? 
So I I think that, you know, this, you know, this whole concept, you have to wonder whether it works or not. And it obviously doesn't right now, which is investing all the money in, in, in your core. You know, as far as Riley is concerned, would I trade him if I got the right package? Would he be at the top yeah. of my list of guys I want to trade? Of course not. Mm-hmm. If for no other reason than he's a defenseman. And the, the rest of the Maple Leaf defense, who the hell knows? Oh, no, no. You, listen, the, the defense They're mediocre and at best. That's right. The defense and goaltending have have been the Achilles heel for this hockey club in so many ways. And, and, and so that when the offense does sputter, as it has in this series then there's so much pressure on the defense and the, and the goaltending to save their bacon, and they can't. They can't. Uh, you know, what, what has happened in this series in so many ways, where Paul Maurice has outcoached Sheldon, where the Florida Panthers have outplayed the Maple Leafs, is you're, you're, you wonder what the heck is going on and how this could happen so easily. It does appear to be easy, Bob. That's the, fr- that's the real frustration. You know, keeping the Leafs off the puck, you know, having a better goaltender, and we all laugh. We all laugh when the when 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 Florida signed Sergei Bobrovsky to a, you know, a ten million dollar a year deal. But you know what? The ten million dollar a year goalie has. I didn't beaten laugh. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, lots of people did, and lots of people thought it was a waste waste of money this year. What? So, but he's he's Bobrovsky? done his job now. Yeah, Bobrovsky, but he's done his job this playoff. He's done his job, you know. He didn't even get them to the playoffs. A guy making a million bucks got them to the playoffs, and now Bobrovsky's taken over. But in a goaltender, you got you need a guy who will stand on his head during the playoffs. Oh, yeah. That's what you yeah. need. Yeah. What a guy does during the regular season, a goaltender, is really of no consequence, except that it it it, it suggests to a coach who he's going to play and when he's going to play him, right? Correct. Correct. You know, and, and you know, I, I actually think in the Boston series, Paul Maurice kind of got pushed into playing Bobrovsky. And, well, sure and, and, and in the end, it's it's worked out for the better for everybody. This team is, well, I guess well, again, you know, Rona. why is Tampa Bay on the sidelines this year? They're on the sidelines because their goaltending wasn't very good during the playoffs. That's right. Period. Yeah. And we say that year after year after year. And you can point to you can point to it in virtually every series. Which team had the better goaltending? That's the team that won. Almost everywhere. You know, you're not wrong. And I mean, last the, night, and- last night, Edmonton and Vegas, the Vegas goaltender uh-huh. goes down. What in the first period? Eleven minutes in, yeah. How many goals did uh, did Edmonton score after that? None. None. On a kid who hasn't played at all. But not in the playoffs. Aiden Hill played a lot during the regular season. But he didn't play at all know, in the playoffs. He was, he was no, not the number one right. guy. No. The, well, the goal t- the Vegas goaltending, and we, we'll get into this with our pal George at some point. The Vegas goaltending is an amazing story. Well, of course, all the, goal, all the goaltenders they played. Yeah, I know. All the goaltenders. I mean, really, they've had six goaltenders all year. One of them, Robin Leonard, hasn't been near the team this time, but... Five That's guys have for played them. for them. It's it's amazing. So we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Uh, let's we, talk uh, hockey. To, let's talk hockey tomorrow again. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, with John Shannon, this is Bob McCown. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody.